the Sixers have a lot of money that they're going to have this summer. So do they go out there and say we're going to go get an A-list player and a via trade, or do they wait? What about Doc Rivers' son's Austin Rivers' comments about the Sixers doing his dad dirty? We'll talk about those things, those two things, and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on and use code all lowercase Locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Happy Friday to y'all. This is Keith Pompey, John Mitchell, extraordinaire. We are the co-hosts of Locked on 76ers podcast. So we got a lot to talk about today, Mitch. A lot to talk about. You know, first we want to talk about, let's talk about, even though, you know, we, we highlighted what Austin Rivers said, I, I think you know, the, the the decisions that Daryl Morey has to make, I think, mm-hmm. is probably the first thing we'll talk about. Okay. And then we'll go into Austin Rivers said about his father. And then the third one, you know, let's just do a little, little preview of the game. Now, yeah. the game against tonight, they play the Atlanta Hawks. They should win. I'm not going to say they're going to boat race them because we said that the right. last game. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joel needed to score 50 for them to win, but right. <laughs> against right. Washington Wizards. But when you think about the decisions that Daryl Morey has to make, you look at this team, Mitch, they have the 13 and seven. They're finally healthy. They have right. a deep team, arguably, if not the deepest, one of the deepest teams in the NBA. And yes, there are going to be some A-list guys that come that come available. The Sixers right. do. A lot of expiring contracts, mm. but if they make a wrong move, it could possibly send them back. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, was people are so used to Daryl Morey, you know, like him, like him or not, they're used to him being a guy who is, you know, always, always active and always trying looking for a move, trying to make his teams better. Whether or not that happens is up is is. Um, depends on how you see the results, but you know I, <clears throat> they want to be careful. They want to be. I think they want to be judicious about what they do. You know, at, at, at thirteen and seven, and you know, with their players healthy, and that's you know they had that was a nine and one start to the season, uh, eight and one start to the season. Um, again, so much hangs around Maxi. I mean, I, I, I do think if they stay packed. If they stand pat with what they have, I think they're they're heading for you know the second round of the playoffs again, um, and quite possibly 
quite possibly, you know, get into the conference finals. But, you know, I think that, you know, you exercise some caution right through here. You don't necessarily go for the big, you know, for the big name. I mean, I, you know, the names you constantly hear that people want to, they, they say, you know, shooting for the moon during the season. You know, you, the Zach Levine, you see that name come up. And, I mean, let's be honest, this is, you know, and, and you wrote a very interesting piece in the Inquirer, um, you know, pointing out that he is, you know, while he is a, is a, is a lethal scorer, um, he's a guy who needs the ball in his hands a lot. So, the, you know, with, with having with the six having put the ball in Maxie's hands much more consistently and, and, and feeling comfortable with that and with Maxie, you know, doing an admirable, admirable job at the point. And with his ascension, um, you know, do you do you do you break that up or do you see what kind of player the 22, 23 year old Maxie can become in this season, you know, where he's you know, where he's completely free, or do you bring that piece in this year that you think may get them over the top? So, you know, it's 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 ironic that we're having a chance to talk about this because uh Darryl Moore wasn't, you know, before the season started, Darryl, before he made that trade, he wasn't in position to have, we weren't in position to have this conversation about flexibility, about the 76ers having more cap room uh next season, you know, next summer to go free agent hunting. Um, and, and who knows, maybe, you know, at that point, you know, somebody, maybe a Ka- Kawhi Leonard or somebody like that, uh, Pascal Siakam. But, you know, your, your article was very insightful in that it it looks at, you know, do you do the Alex Caruso? Do you do, you know, the the Ananobi, who I, I, I do like him for this sixer because he think, he seems like, you know, you brought me over um, to that side. He does seem like a guy who could be seamless. You know, in a, in a team that's pretty deep, you know what I mean? That's a team that's pretty deep. Yeah, it, it's, it's funny because, like, you look at it, um, you know, right now we talked about, um, you know, we talked about Kawhi, right? So the top free agent, the top free agent um, for this upcoming summer is Kawhi Leonard, right? Mm-hmm. Number two is Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Pascal Siakam is a guy that they could possibly trade for. But if you think about it, if he's going to become a free agent, why would you trade for him, right? Because sure, so, right. Tobias is going to come off the books if you right. think you want him. I don't know if that really will fit well if Maxi continues to ascend. That's my opinion because I think yeah. Pascal needs the ball, right? Um, so then you have Paul George, another guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron James, but you know you got to draft uh, Bronny. They're not going to go back to James Harden, right? right. And then yeah. OG, Ovenobi, yeah. another guy we talked about. Now, he has a player option, but he could opt out and become a free agent. DeMar DeRozan, you know, then they go down to Nick Claxton, Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. you know, um, Emmanuel Quigley. But the, the, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, like, a lot of these guys that they would ultimately trade for that would help them, are all going to be free agents. Yeah. So it's kind of like, do you want to waste stuff when you can get that person yeah. for not free, but you know what I mean? You don't have to give up anything. For yeah. It. You know, that's the, that's the thing. And I don't know if I'm the 76ers, if I want to do that, I don't know if that's something I want to do. No, I agree with you. I I think, um, you know, if, if you can come, 
if you can go to Nordstrom with the most money in your pocket, go to Nordstrom with the most money in your pocket. You know what I mean? If, that, if that's an analogy, um, if, if, you know, you can really do that shopping because I, you know, you know, we talked about this offline. I mean, you know, yeah, Kawhi is, Kawhi is starting to degrade physically. He's getting up there in age. Um, but you know, Kawhi is a winner. You know, if you, if you can bring Kawhi in here, you know, and, and Kawhi does have some ties to Philadelphia, familial ties to Philadelphia. If you can bring him in here and put him alongside uh, Maxi and alongside Joel, and obviously you got to, you know, the, I guess they'll, you know, sign Maxi to an extension um, or a new contract, whichever he's in position for. You um, then, then then you have a nice three. You don't have you don't have that three. It's not a long term three. But you go into, you know, if, if you have a Kawhi Leonard on your roster, how, you know, next season, and Maxie has ascended to an all-star level or, or, or around that all-star level, um, you, you really don't – you put yourself right back in the elite with, um, you know, with, with, uh, with a Boston who probably – I don't know if they're going to extend Drew Holiday. Um, but you, yeah, they are. They, that's the plan. And that's the funny thing because he should be one of the top free agents. Right. As a player option. But the Celtics um, are, yeah, they, they they explain to give him, they extend to give him a nice extension. This okay, summer. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, but I but I, I love my chance of saying, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm a Pascal Siakam guy. I know you you're, you think that he needs the ball in his hands more, but I, I I think I look at Pascal Siakam. I think he would come here playing for Nick Nurse, and knowing that this is a guy who, and you know, you, you feel like he trusts Nick Nurse, and and he knows he would be number two on the pecking order. Um, to Joel, and, and we, we, we have to adjust his game, but I like how he gets his hands on his ball. I like to play around the rim. I like I, I like a lot of things. So I, I might you know, again. I'm glad you wrote the article you wrote because it wasn't just let me throw something up on the internet and get some hits. Let me put some thought into it and let's see what realistically might is out there and what the ramifications are you know, for making a trade during the season, which would take away some of, you know, a guy you can possibly sign for free. You well, not for free, but without it costing you something um, for the 20, you know, the, the 2024, 2025 season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, what we want to do is, uh, is, is uh, we could debate this and, and talk about this forever because there's a lot of, you know, it's a good uh, conversation piece. But when we get back, though, one thing I want to talk about is Austin Rivers' uh, comments about the 76ers um, doing his dad dirty that he said on on ESPN's yeah. first take. Because we could talk about – we're going to talk about that. Um, that's something – another topic we could talk about for days. But we're going to spend a couple minutes, you know, to talk about that when we get done talking about prize picks, mm-hmm. right? You know, see, James. Called you James, John. Hey, man. <laughs> like, like James, James. Because you know why? Because James Harden is one of the listed as one of the top free agents that they people could go after. But you know the Sixers ain't going to do that. Yeah, but people just, people just don't understand in your job, and I understand because I did it. When you say somebody's name so much, it, it just pops up in your head. Yeah, well, yeah, but that was that. Yeah, that, that's just crazy. But maybe your mom should have named you James. <laughs> but look. Prize, Prize Pick is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. 
Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made plus receptions. And then also for the guys who like, you know, just regular fans and, and stuff like that, you can play along some of Prizepick's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promo tab of the app to view the entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week, right? So that's exciting. So what you do is you go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for the first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepick.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match to $100. Is highly encouraged to play this thing. I'm telling you, you're going to have a lot of fun with it. A lot of fun with the daily fantasy sports made easy. Now, now, John, when we talk about, you know, we talk about the Sixers, you know, the last couple of years, you know, Doc Rivers, last three years, Doc Rivers was the coach, um, they didn't really – I mean, they had success. Now, they had a lot of success. They, they, that might have been the best three-year stretch that they had in a long time, um, regular season-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is, you know, you can say that they had injuries. You can also say that Joel and B and James Harden choked in the playoffs. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, it was like it was bigger than the coach. It wasn't him. It was dumb. Right. But he got fired. Um, it was one of those things where it's well documented that him and James didn't see eye to eye. It's well documented that him and Daryl Morey had different philosophies mm-hmm. in regards to running the team and, and coaching the team. Right. Um, and now his son, Austin Rivers, is coming out saying they did his father dirty. Yeah. Um, well, what's your thoughts on the comments that was made about them doing his father dirty? Well, you know, I, I you know, I, I saw that clip and saw what he said on first take, and I think you, sh- you know, if, if you're going, if you're going to say they did, they did your father dirty, I think you should add specifics because you know, conversations between a father and a son are as intimate as intimate gets, and you know, you know, you're no longer in the league, you have a a, 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 a burgeoning commentator career after 11 12 years in the league i think you should come out and say specifically and not leave to conjecture and that's what so many people do if 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 the, if, the, if if he did you dirt if he did your father dirty your father's got a comfy job and your father who i you know i covered him when you know when he was with the celtics but um and, and he's one of my favorite people but i think you should go out there you, you should put it out there on front street um you know Give us the real dirt. How did they do him dirty? Uh, I mean, people, Doc, Doc kind of, I'm going to say Doc wore his welcome out because that whole thing collapsed. It, it, that whole situation collapsed when when Ben just quit. 
you know, and I had sympathy for Doc because you have a guy, you know, who in one minute, you know, one season he's an all-star and, you know, the next you get into the playoffs and he's scared to dunk on a five foot, 10 inch point guard, you know, in Ben Simmons. So you have a guy who completely and utterly freezes up who you really can't play in the fourth quarter playoffs. By the same token, if you go back, excuse me, to that Atlanta series, I mean, you know, they still gave up two 20 point leads in that series, you know, and you just, you just can't do that. So you, you have to find a way to coach out of that, but you know, I really would love to hear what Austin says, the 76, how they did him dirty. Cause you know, it was this, we, we talked about this earlier. Um, a lot of people leave Philadelphia and just have a bad taste in their mouths. Um, you know, we were talking about, you know, the, that podcast with Evan Turner, Gilbert Arenas, and um, and Andre Iguodala, where 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 you know Evan Turner was just trashing the organization, you know, trashing for the process, in which a lot of people did trash him for the process. It's understandable because it hasn't yielded anything. But for um, yeah, yeah, I, I would really like to hear, you know, be specific, man. You know, you're making your debut on first take. Uh, how did they do him dirty? You know, because the fans of Philly would say, well, you know, you, you, your father was the one who he, he was part of blowing those leads against Atlanta. He was part of the reason, you know, they one year they finished. I think it was that year they finished the best record in the conference and just didn't advance. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. But it's, it's interesting to hear yet another person, you know, take shots at the organization like Austin Rivers did. And he clearly fired shots at the 76ers. So but but. You know, don't leave us in the dark, bro. If you're going to put it out there, put it out there. Man up. Yeah. Now, the thing is, it was a bad situation from the start, if we're going to be real with it. So I'm talking about the the Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey situation. Like, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, you hire the coach before you hire the general manager or the president. When he was hired, it was, everybody was under the impression and the, the process was that, he was going to be the guy like, mm-hmm. yeah, Elton Brand was going to be the GM, this and that, but they were going to work lock in step, whatever. Right. Yeah, and, whatever. and I mean, Doc was in there. He had his assistant. They was like interviewing everybody, like everybody who was on staff to see who these people were going to be, you know, this and that. He had more power than a typical coach. Right. And what I mean by interviewing people, I mean, like the people who were on staff, they were sitting down meeting with them having discussions with everybody. And then all of a sudden, Daryl Morey comes in. And then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. How is this going to work? Because Daryl Morey is a highly analytical guy. Right. Doc Rivers is old school coach. Mm -hmm. And they didn't always see eye to eye in things. Right. And, And it was just a bad situation because, you know, it was like, they got different beliefs and in right. the way to run a program, the way the coach, because people forget doc used to be the, you know, he used to run the show and in, in, in the Clippers for, for much of his. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's- so, you know, you, you have him and then each year somebody else is the fall guy. I mean, they right. got rid of, think about it. Doc, uh, uh, when they traded Ben Simmons, they got rid of son-in-law, Seth mm-hmm. Curry. Yeah. They also got rid of um, Drummond. Andre yeah. Drummond. Now, the thing that a lot of people probably forget is that he knew Drummond since he was in high school 
because yeah. Drummond was like best friends and roommates with Doc Rivers' adopted son. So yeah. you understand? So you get rid of that. Like it was one of those things where, and then each year there was always a fall guy, always some reason why he went. Joel and B and them struggled. You knew that Doc was out of there. You yeah. knew going into this season, if they didn't get out of the second round, right. Doc Rivers was going to be gone. Yeah. And the one thing I will say to support Doc is he cleaned up the culture. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid had his three best seasons in the yeah. NBA yeah. under Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. He was a two-time runner-up for the MVP, and mm-hmm. he won the MVP last year. Now, Joel is playing his best ball now, but I want to say that Doc Rivers established the groundwork that right. enabled him to elevate and be where he is. And right. now Nick Nurse is going to take him further. But Maybe. 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 I'm talking about, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. But maybe. Yeah, maybe. But but so you got to give Doc credit. But in regards to being done dirty, like, you know, yeah, come out and say what it was. But at the same time, let's face it, it was a bad situation. The situation was different than what Doc thought he was getting into because I've never heard of you hiring a coach. Yeah. And then then you going out there and you hire a, 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 a president of basketball yeah. ops later, knowing that they want to go down with their own coach. Yeah. How it goes. You yeah. know, and, and the crazy thing about that was because because I was um and that's when I was handing off the beat to you, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that is when uh, uh, Joshua Harris really wanted Daryl Moore. He wanted him in the organization. And it was kind of like he was, you know, he, they, they went out and they, they they made a splash at coach because they had to move on from the process, which, you know, obviously Josh, Josh Harris initiated and supported. So they, they wanted to make a splash when they hired Doc. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's, you know, th- those are all Josh Harris's calls, right? Mm-hmm. Those are his calls. So he, he put them in order. And, <clears throat> and so often that's what they do. If you get us, if you can get us a, a quote unquote star coach, you do that. But that is putting the, the chicken before the proverbial egg. Mm-hmm. And when we get back, you know, when we come right back after this little break, I want to, we, we're going to talk to y'all about, um, the uh, tonight's game against the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks are kind of like struggling a little bit. Uh, Trey Young uh, most like probably won't play. Um, he's um, but but then at the same time, you know, he's their best player. At the same time, this team is like nine and eleven. They're kind of like on the little tailspin. So we'll see if the Sixers can can put them away a whole lot better than they did uh, <laughs> the uh, the Wizards, but. I want to talk to y'all about the Jace case. Now, I like the Jace case. It's Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, skin infections, among others. This stuff can happen to any of us. So what you do is you visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter, right? It will be reviewed by a broad certified physician and your medications will be dispersed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com 
and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your offer. <clears throat> you can't beat that, Mitch. You right. really can't beat that at all. Good you just can't. So, John, when you look at it, the Sixers are playing in the second losing team, playing Atlanta Hawks. This is going to be um, – this is going to be uh, – you know, um, another game that's, I'm not going to say a barometer, but it's a game that you look at them and you say, you know, y'all got to come out and play hard and put this team away because you don't want this team to come in here thinking they got hope. Which, and then all of a sudden guys get tight. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I think is, I know it sounds crazy saying nine and 11 team, but they're playing, but I think it's an important game for the Sixers. Yeah, well, it's it's a game that they should win. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's it's a game they should win. You know, you know, perhaps no, you know, no Trey Young. That's twenty-seven close. You know, thirty twenty-seven points out of their lineup. They 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 do have guys who can score, but they're 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 Atlanta. You know, they're they're a team that's a middle of the pack team. They've lost four of the last five games. Um. You know, yeah, the Sixers, this is one, it's, it's the NBA. Don't look past them, look directly at them and, and, and beat them comfortably and, and don't have to rely on another monster ever from Joel Embiid. This is a game I'd like to see Kelly Uber really, you know, step up and assert himself again um, and, and get some momentum going into this, uh, into this roster, into this schedule, which is pretty easy for them, you know, in the coming days ahead. It's another good place to, to to get a good start against a team that, again, we see Atlanta. You know, and one thing I will say: I, how, how can you be hot Atlanta and not attract any free agents? That's been a mystery to me my whole life. How they could not attract players to that wonderful city down there. But I digress. But yeah, I think this. I think the Sixers should be able to put them away, um, and they should be able to put, put them away relatively easy. But it's a Friday night. And it's, it's it's one game in eighty two, and you know if if they don't break out of that mold that they they were in against against Washington on Wednesday, where they kind of you know just go through the motions, they'll find themselves in a dogfight. Yeah, yeah, and and you know the funny thing is we talk about it, yeah, like Hot Atlanta. I guess it depends on what you're into, right? Like, yeah. or, or like here's the deal. Like, I mean, I'm, you hear like when players go there, a lot of players. They stay there, like yeah. meaning they may get traded to another team, but yeah. their home base is in the Atlanta suburbs, right? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. of the cost of living, the weather, um, the, the the stuff to do. It's a nice city. Yeah, it's a nice city. It's a nice it's a nice it's a it's a it's a nice city. You like you like Atlanta more than Houston though? You know what? Atlanta. I, you know what? I, I like Houston because the traffic's not as bad, and and Houston has a lot of the same things that that Atlanta has. You, you know, it has a lot. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 a good city. It's definitely a good city for brothers, man. <laughs> what about Miami? You like Miami? I think Miami is good, but it, it it's not as it has the eye candy in the beach area. Yeah. It has that eye candy, and it has the eye candy in the arena. Um, but 
I, I prefer Houston. I, I prefer Houston yeah. and probably Atlanta. I, if, if I'm just going to go visit one, I prefer Miami. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, Houston yeah. Is, is very underrated. But, yeah. like, when we look at this team, right, so I'm looking at this team right now, um, the Atlanta Hawks. So they lost four of their last five games, right? So yeah. you look at the teams they lost to, not really bad losses. I mean, they lost to the Boston Celtics on November the 16th. They lost by 10. Trey Young had 33 points, right? Then they go and they play. They lose to Cleveland. They lost it on 128 to 105. And Bondanovich had 18 points to lead them. Mm -hmm. And they go to San Antonio and they beat San Antonio by two points. Everybody Uh, beat San Antonio. Huh? Everybody beat San Antonio. Yeah, 137 to 135. Trey Young had 45 points. Mm-hmm. They lose to Milwaukee 132 to 121. Trey has 32 points. And they lose to Brooklyn on Wednesday mm-hmm. 114 to 113. And Trey has 30 points, right? So, you know, Trey Young has been balling. The problem is with me is, you know, when I when I always hear about Trey, see Trey Young balling and stuff like that. Now again, I get it. He also led the team in assists in most of those games, right? Right. But he can be such a ball dominant player that you wonder if other guys getting off, getting their shot. Now again, thirty two points, twelve assists, forty five points, fourteen assists. You know what I mean? Thirty three point yeah. seven assists. You know that's a pretty good. That's an okay stat line. But to me, my wonder is, is it too much of him and not a – because you got some other guards now. Yeah. But is it just too yeah. much of him, you know? Yeah. No, I um, I mean, he's clearly their best player. But, you know, you've you got Murray there. You've got Bogdanovich. You, you know, you you know, you even got your boy, you know, homeboy, DeAndre Hunter there. Um, Really, I thought that team would begin ascending after they eliminated the Sixers. Um, Few years back they just it just they just haven't been able to put it together yeah crazy. um and, and and trey you know i mean trey has proven a lot of people wrong you know they uh you know if, if you recall people were starting to say was he is he right there with luca now it's kind of hard for him to be right there with luca because he's only five eleven six feet um but again you know luca has his defensive deficiencies that are well documented um so it, I mean, it's a team coming in here. The Sixers. I, I still think the Sixers should beat them. Um, and if, if Trey is, he he's far and away their best player. He's far and away. He's you know he doesn't you know. It's, and it's sort of like we have Embiid here. You know, it's their best player. Yeah. The only problem I have about them is like, dude, this is like their third coach. In X amount of years, like a short yeah. time, and it's it just seemed like forever. Reason, you know, the coaches don't really get along with the best player, mm. and and they the tend players. to lose their jobs, and yeah. that's something that they gotta correct. Now, I don't know what it's like this year with Quinn Snyder. Maybe it's better, but you know, in the past, that's been an issue. And, yeah, yeah, you know, they. That's just a problem that they need to fix. It's been that way. For, it's, it's, it's just been that way for so long. Yeah. They're like one of those teams on the outer periphery of the NBA that nobody 
you know, they, they, they show up in the playoffs every now and then and, you know, then they just kind of just go back to being the Atlanta Hawks. I know, right? You know. But look, y'all, we, we want to thank y'all for listening. Um, you know, uh, this is a podcast that's uh, free and available wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, you know, we want y'all to have a, a blessed weekend. We also want y'all to go when you, when in addition to getting this podcast, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. Locked on 76ers. And what you do is you go there and you click the Liberty Bell and you become a new subscriber and you get notifications when the next podcast drop. So thanks for listening. And we want y'all to have a blessed weekend. Peace. Have a great weekend.